Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On today's podcast episode, we have a good one today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be actually interviewing someone that has made $1 million in the last two years from his business. Um, he is not a Forex trader, but he is an investor. Um, he invests in real estate as well as stocks. But the reason I'm bringing him on today's podcast episode is because, like I said, he's made over a million dollars in the last two years from his business that he started less than four years ago. And the reason I wanted to bring him on is because he literally started with nothing. All right. He started with absolutely nothing. He had no one to teach him how to do what he does today. He had no millionaire friends to encourage him, to inspire him. He literally built his multi-million dollar business from the ground up and he did it by believing in himself. And so I wanted to interview him because y'all know we talk a lot about the mindset on this podcast. We talk a lot about believing and staying encouraged, right? And so I wanted to bring a friend of mine onto this podcast that encourages me all the time and someone that I know from sharing his story on today's interview that he's going to encourage you as well that you can be whatever type of trader you want to be. If you want to be a six-figure trader, you can be that. You want to be a five-figure trader, you can be that. You want to be a seven, eight, nine-figure trader, you can be that. So I want you to sit tight. I want you to enjoy this interview. It's with my good friend, AJ Simmons. He's helped hundreds of people start their own commercial cleaning company, and many of them have taken their business from zero to six figures within a matter of two to three years, all right? So sit back, enjoy this interview, and most of all, be encouraged and know that if AJ can do it, we can do it. Roll that intro. You are listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast. My name is Calvin, the new trader, and I went from watching random videos online about Forex and losing thousands in the live market to now, a year and a half later, knowing exactly when to get into trades, growing my accounts consistently. And now, on this podcast, I look forward to sharing with you my journey and everything that I've learned about trading in the foreign exchange market. So buckle up your seatbelts, get ready, because today's episode is about to start. AJ Simmons, founder of the Clean Biz Network. You see the shirt there, the nice little logo going on. So founded Clean Biz Network. What we do at Clean Biz Network is basically we help you start and grow your commercial cleaning company. It could be residential too, but I typically focus on commercial because that's what my background is, right? So a little bit about me real quick. I'm from Portsmouth, Virginia, Pistol City, if you know about it. But so uh, it's not the best city at, at all by far, right? But I was able to fight through that, through that little struggle there and make it out of there. And, um, and I try to get back as much as possible, but 
uh, I started off as a commercial cleaning franchise owner. And after, you know, spending years with a couple of different cleaning franchises and then even becoming an employee with the franchise and training other franchise owners, I started to realize maybe the franchise route wasn't the best way to go because of the fees and everything that comes with it, all of the restrictions. And so that's when I came up with the bright idea to get away from the franchise altogether, start all over again from ground zero and start my company, Clean Biz Network. And so we started in 2018 and it's just been up and up from there. Do you mind sharing what your company has grossed last year in revenue? Yeah, so 2021, I didn't do my taxes yet, but I want to say we was somewhere around like 700000 I was hoping for that million, but I did not hit it. So we, we, I think we closed it right around 700000 Wow. In the last job you worked before you started Clean Biz Network, how much do you think you made that year? <laughs> ah, that job, I think I probably made like thirty. I ain't even stayed for the full year, but the salary was like 36,000 plus commission. So for the actual year, it was probably like 36,000. 36,000. Right. Last and now job. 30, and 36,000 is a bad month for me now. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it because it's possible. So my question is, yeah. when you were growing up as a young one going through school, did you have a family member that was doing that? Hell no. You know what I mean? Like, like that would have been laughable. Am I bad? I, I know you don't cuss on this platform. So I'm going to try to keep myself under control. <laughs> I love the, listen, I love the transparency, the authenticity. So did you have a long lost grandfather that left you an inheritance to start Clean Biz Network? Nothing, man. Now, I barely even knew my grandfathers. With all due respect to them both, it's just they passed so early. You know, I was so young when they passed, so I barely even knew them. You know, so no, no inheritance, no uh, uh, trust funds, no anything. <laughs> Did you get lucky and hit the Powerball and start Clean Biz Network? Man, I wouldn't even, you couldn't even pay me to play the lottery, though. <laughs> I love it. So literally, ground zero. Yep. Ground zero. But my last question like before we jump into it is did you believe even when you were making that 36,000 that year did you see yourself being a business owner and being as successful as you are I did and I think that's the biggest key every time like every now and I was just in Walmart the other day I know you asked for no store but I couldn't refuse that opportunity right there man the other day I was in Walmart and I'm looking at the uh the lady that was helping me and you know older looking lady I think she was probably in her 50s maybe and I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, because I worked at Walmart twice before back in my days. And um, it was just like, AJ, how in the hell did you get from this to where you are today? And why is this lady still here? And it really just goes back to that, that belief. Like I always had this belief inside of me that I'm bigger than this. You know what I mean? Something out there that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm greater than this. And I just feel like it's certain people in this world that just have that in them. And usually the people that watch this type of content, right? Because, you know, they could have been watching anything, anything, you know what I mean? But something wrong with certain people like us that we just, we know we above certain situations, man. And there's this belief inside of you that you're going to go figure it out. You know what I mean? So it definitely was always a belief there inside of myself that I just felt like I was above certain situations. And I didn't know how I was going to get out of those situations. I couldn't explain what made me qualified to be better than a certain situation. But I just knew that it was something inside of me that was beyond where I was, you know, during those poverty moments. I love it. I love it. And I feel that. I definitely feel that. So that's the business side, the main thing you do. But you also do some investing. Yes, so sir. 
How many properties do you have under your belt? So I have two properties right now. They're rental properties. So I don't do the flipping. I do the buy and hold. So what we typically like to do is we try to find affordable. Right now we do single family uh, properties. And the reason why I target single family properties is because I feel like I can get a better tenant in a single family home because people will value a house more versus you know, living in a fourplex unit. And it's just like, to me, I know with my psychology, if I live in a fourplex, it feels like I'm better than this. I ain't gonna be here for that long. And I don't really care. I might not take care of the property as well. Versus if I'm in a single family property, that kind of feel like home right there. You know what I mean? Even if I never get around to buy my own house, well, hell, as long as this, this landlord is good, I'll rent here forever. You know what I mean? So that's why I really try to focus on those single family properties. And we just, it's very simple formula. You don't need no uh, acronyms, no, <laughs> I mean, no extra stuff. It's simply get a house cheap enough that already has equity in it and just make sure that the mortgage is, is cheaper than whatever you can rent it out for in that area. So I usually like to try to get at least $500 a door. So, and that's pretty much my formula for it. I don't need acronyms. I don't, you know what I mean? Do too much uh, uh, technical stuff with it. As long as that mortgage is cheap, we got some equity in it and I can rent it out for a decent price and still be affordable too. Cause I don't want to contribute too much with the, uh, the gentrification, you know, of, of communities and kicking people out of the communities that they're from. So I try not to raise my rents too high either. So that's all I do is try to look for good deals. And this year I want to get back into it and maybe add one or two more properties to the portfolio. But I've always said this worst case scenario, as long as I keep at least two properties, I have two kids, they, you know, I can pass those down to them and they can always have that passive income or they can both sell them and have six figures in the bank just to start their life with if, if, if I was able to fall off for whatever reason. When you were making that 36000 that year, did you ever envision yourself one day owning multiple properties? I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did envision it. I did. As a matter of fact, actually, at the very last job that I had, I had already had one of those properties already. So one of the properties I bought very early on. But uh, but I did envision it. I always knew because like once I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, you know, everybody, once they read that book, it's like, okay, what I'm going to find to get me some passive income. And the first thing I think everybody go to is the real estate. And then over time, I started to learn that it doesn't have to be real estate. As long as it's any type of asset that produces income, everything, you know, consistently and it's passive. So, uh, but, but yeah, man, I always saw myself definitely uh, investing in some properties for sure. What was that thing that when you were down and out, well, I won't say down and out because 36000 coming from where yeah. we come from, we up. you know what I'm saying? Like we up, but right. in the world that we in now entrepreneurship and like we stable, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And now we look at 36,000 and we like, you know, that's keeping the lights on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's keeping the lights yeah. on, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, just coming from where we come from, right? And you a small town, um, and the same thing with me, like smaller urban town in Miami, um, making 36,000 a year, you good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? What made you want better? Because you can look back, you know, so you can look back and look at everybody else, you know, yep. look at Bobo and Shanice yep. and, you know, and Tika and Monique and they all, yep. all got the government <laughs> checks and you yep. really got some, you got the benefits and you got the salary and all that type of stuff. It's easy to get caught right there and settle there. But what made you continue to want yeah. more and envision the business, Clean Biz Network, right? Yeah. Envision the multiple properties. What made you want more? That's an excellent question because, you know, that's the same question I ask myself now. And it, and it really is this. Number one, the freedom. 
I love my freedom so much. Like I, I love being able to wake up at any given time I want to. I love being able to look at my schedule and say, you know what? I don't feel like doing nothing today. Everything is off for the day. You know what I mean? I love having that freedom to literally just up and say, you know what? I'm going to Miami this weekend. We're going to see yeah, yeah, and, and shoot some content. You know what I mean? Well, I can up and go home. You know what? I miss home. I'm going back to Virginia this weekend. Like whatever I want to do, I can literally do it. So that is number one is the freedom. I like the freedom that I have and I want to keep it and I want to have it bigger. Like right now I have the freedom to pretty much go anywhere in the country. I want to have the freedom to go anywhere outside the country. You know what I mean? I want to have the freedom to, to bring my whole family with me if I want to bring Right. So that's one of the drives right there. And then speaking of family, that says way, segues way into my next point, which is, my family drives me. And I'm not just talking about my wife and my kids because that's easy. You know what I mean? We pretty much good. And so I think it's that extended family though. You know, like my, my dad, he had a stroke, what, two years ago now. He's not able to work anymore. He wasn't, you know, a financial guru, you know, coming up. So he don't have it like that. You know what I mean? So he gets his little government check and that's about all he get. And not to put all his business out there, but I just got to tell the truth. And so Somebody got to be there to make sure that he's good. And I'm in a position to make sure that he's good. You know what I mean? But guess what? I got a mom that, by the way, my dad left when I was eight. You know what I mean? But luckily, we kept a relationship throughout the years. I always wanted the best, but we kept one nonetheless. My mom, on the other hand, who was there, who really raised me all the way up, I definitely want to be able to retire her. She's still working. You know what I mean? So stuff like that just pushes me. My sister, she's not where exactly where I want her to be. So that pushes me. My brother, when he was locked up, uh, he I think he did 70 years in the penitentiary. I knew that me and him, we were the same. We Aries, we, we Rams, we like to run things, you know what I mean? So with the fire signs, more more to say, not Ram, but the fire signs. So uh, I knew that he couldn't really work for me, but I knew that I wanted to make sure that he was on his feet. I was able to set him up with his cleaning company when he came home. You know what I mean? And he and he bought it. I like to make sure I point that out because, you know, like I said, he got his ego too, right? So I don't, it wasn't a gift. You know what I mean? He definitely bought it a uh, company from me, right? And so, but it's things like that, being able to put your family in position, to be able to help other people, to be able to help people who can't help themselves. And so that is the thing that pushes me and say, you know what, AJ, you is chilling right now. You really ain't got to do shit. As a matter of fact, I can go ahead and get out of this office. I can go ahead and work from home. And actually, I can just not work at all. You know what I mean? Because that's how I got my income set up now. But you know what? There's a little bit more I want to do out here. And not to mention the world, man. Like, that's my third thing. So I got freedom. I got family. Then I got the world. My company, Clean Biz Network, changes lives all over the, the, the world, literally. And I know that I can do it bigger. It's more people that I can help out there. There's more lives that I can change out there. Right now, it's almost every state I can go to and at least one person is there that will say, AJ changed my life and I'm good. I ain't got to worry about nothing. That person will let me show you around. You know what I mean? And that's because of the, the impact that I'm making on this world. And I just know that I'm doing this in my sleep. Like, what if I keep going? You know what I mean? What if I push even harder? What if I do it even bigger? And that right there, those three reasons is, is that freedom, that family and the world is what really pushes me to just, you know what? Let's take it up one more level. Man, I was writing some notes as you were talking because I got some, <laughs> some things I want to hit. Oh, but man, that was good. That was good. So this is where I want to go. So this podcast caters to new and beginner forex traders. You know, um, you pretty much know because we talk. I started this journey. It'll be two years. Um, This will be my full second year going into my third year in March. And so this podcast is to motivate and encourage those new and beginner traders. Like, let's keep going. Let's let's do this. Let's see this through. And so like you just said, 
you keep pushing because of all the things you want to do, not just for your household, but for the extended family, the people that's not in your household, right? And so I feel like a lot of the traders that are listening right now, that's why they're getting into trading. They're right now making the 36,000 a year, the 40,000 a year. Some of them making six figures right now, but they're in a system that they don't like. They don't have the freedom that you have right now, right? And I just want to say this before we continue. AJ is, if AJ were to sell everything right now, sell his business, if he were to sell his properties, his other investments, he'll have over a million dollars. So he is a net worth millionaire, all right? So we are talking to somebody that, that literally has a portfolio worth over a million dollars. So just know that, right? And he's still continuing to push, right? So the point I want to make here is we got a lot of traders that are at that position may not be exactly financially where you were at that 36 or where you are now, but they're in a position where everything is pretty much taken care of, right? Life is good. Got the house, got the cars, got the kids, you know, they had a nice school, but these traders are trying to learn this skill because now they want the freedom. They want the freedom to now be able to do whatever they want to do or start a non-for-profit or maybe start a business like you start a clean business network. Right. And so how do they do that? Like, how do you continue to push yourself when you know that I can sell everything and have over a million dollars and I can just, you know, work that in one of my investment vehicles and it'll produce me income for the rest of my life. How do you continue to push yourself? Because that's the thing. Like, like that's why I do this podcast because we as traders, we need that motivation to keep going. We got the vision of what we want to do, right? right? We know who we want to take care of, but in the midst of it gets hard. So yes. the first question is, how do you continue to push where you are now to continue to go further, right? Because mm-hmm. these traders listening could easily say, forget Forex. I'll just continue to work my job. At least it'll take care of me for the rest of my life. I'll be comfortable for the rest right. of my life. Right. And if you stopped and sold everything, you'll be comfortable for the rest of your life. Right. So that's the first thing. Right. How do you continue to push? The other thing after you answer that is I want you to now go back to when you were at the thirty six thousand a year. Right. And I want you to tell us how did you push out of that environment of frustration? Because Mm -hmm. obviously you hit an area of frustration where you got sick of it and you Mm -hmm. wanted more. So you had the vision to be the million dollar business owner, right? To be the real estate investor. But what about all of those other failed business? Like I want you to get into that secondly, right? <laughs> How okay. did you deal with the frustration of knowing where you want to go, but in front of you, all you see is failure, right? So first right. we'll start with the first. I know I hit you with two ones. It's a lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's start with the first one is how okay. do you, like how do you push even though you know that if you just stay where you are, that you'll be good for the rest of your life? Yeah. How do you push? It just go back to those three things, man, that freedom, wanting the freedom bigger, the family and then the world like and the family one in particular, man. Like, think about this. This is one analogy I always use too. like people say, oh, I don't got to be rich. I just want to be well off. I just want to be good. Well, who, listen to that statement. Like, who are you helping by doing that? You helping your own self. That, that's some selfish stuff. You know, I mean, I got a few choice words I really want to say to you of what that is. But that's some that's some selfish stuff right there, man. Like you you only worried about you. And it's just like, okay, so 
if you got just enough just to be good and you just can chill, only you can chill. First of all, it's going to be very lonely taking that road, right? Can't nobody come with you. Can't nobody have fun with you. Then on top of that, like, I, I remember going to my aunt's funeral. And, and or going, not even just her, because I don't want to, you know, certain family members see stuff and get offended over any little thing. But I've, I've been to several funerals in my family where we can't even afford to get police escorts. So we driving from the, you know, from the church to where they do the burial and the line all broken up. People done got laws simply because of money. We couldn't afford to pay the police to escort us to get us through the traffic lights. Like, come on. This is stuff right there that makes all the difference. If you would have buckled down and did what you had the potential to do, you could have stepped up and said, oh, I got that. That's so-and-so, right? Oh, that's uncle so-and-so. I got it. Don't even worry about it. We get the police here. We get the, the, the National Guard. You know what I mean? <laughs> we going to go out in style because you got it. Because you decided to make the sacrifice and keep pushing and not just say, well, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, come on. How selfish is that to just, I'm good? Plus, another thing, too, I'm going to give you this. and and. I know this from, from, from actually trying to humans have to have something that they working towards. We have to constantly be changing. If not, we change and we die. And you have to have some type of goal to push towards. Otherwise you will go into a depression. I know I do. If I just stop, cause I tried this before I said, you know what? I ain't got to work. I'm going to shut it all off and just see what happens. I'm just going to see, you know what I mean? And just chill. I'm playing 2k every day. I'm drinking my beer every day. I ain't doing nothing. And I just went straight into a depression because I knew that I was underachieving. I wasn't working to my potential. And I'm telling you, when you know that you're capable of more and you can feel it in you, that alone will drive you. But you got to do it, though. You like it'll all it'll never let you you're gonna always regret not doing it if you don't do it. That's why I'm in the, in the middle of doing four different new projects right now. I have no reason to do four new projects right now. You know, I don't need the money, but it just. I want more. I know that I'm capable of more and I want it for the people around me and, and for, the, for the customers that I serve, for the employees that I staff, all of that. You know what I mean? I know that I'm capable of more. It was put inside me. It's bigger than me at this point. It got to be bigger than you. So that's the part as far as keep driving. Now, I want to touch on some other things, too, if you can remind me where we're going from here. Absolutely. Man, that was perfect. So that right there was perfect. So traders, again, the reason you got to continue with this skill. The reason you came here, right? You saw something, it interests you. The reason you got to keep going, despite how many trades you're losing, despite where you're at, how frustrated you are. The reason you got to keep doing it is because like AJ said, there are little things that you can fix in your environment that all it takes is just money. All it takes is somebody just to say, here, I got that. There are issues when you go to your family reunion, when you show up on Thanksgiving, there are little issues that people beefing about that you could just say, look, he owe you 500, he go to 500, y'all sit down and y'all get back together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. $500. <laughs> and listen, it's people out here really ain't talking over 500. I know somebody. I know. That it. ain't talking to somebody that ain't doing business with nobody and they both do the same thing. And if they got together, they can make a killing. But they ain't speaking over three hundred dollars. Yeah. And all it takes is somebody to come in and just say, look, here go to three hundred. Such and such told me to give it to you. Now, I, want, I need y'all to get together and let's blow this thing up. So anyway, boom, traders, listen to what he said, please. All right. Now, what I want you to do, AJ, now is I want you to talk about going back to the thirty six, thirty eight thousand that year. Right. I asked you in the beginning. Clean Biz Network this mm -hmm. year hit about 700,000. Yep. This year 
in gross revenue, right? Close to that meal. Only been, I mean, company only been in existence for what, four years? Yeah. Only yeah, four years. Year now. Yep. Yeah. This is the fourth year. So last year completed the third year, yep. right? 700,000, third year business. And there's a, and I just want to let y'all know, you know, there's this statistic out there that says all businesses fail in the first year and the ones that don't fail in the first year fail in the next five years, right? And this man has had a consistent equity curve going up, all right? So you visualize that. I asked you in the beginning, you told me, yeah, I saw myself there. Even when I was working the jobs, even when I was in the small town, I saw myself running a million-dollar business. Yep. You said that, right? Yep. Perfect. Second question I asked you is about the investment properties. You told me that you actually got into the first one when you were working that last job you had. Yep. But you said you saw yourself owning multiple properties. You said that, right? So my thing is, tell us about the journey to that, because you saw it back then, but I'm sure that there were so many roadblocks on the way. There were so many businesses before Clean Biz Network. Yeah. Tell us about it. And just as you tell us about it, describe to us what it took for you to continue to see the vision of where you are now back then, even when things weren't looking like it was going to happen. Got you, man. I'm going to try to start so many different businesses, so many different failed opportunities, so many dead-end jobs, right? I'm going to try to hit them all as fast as I can, as best as I can. But I was 19, okay? 19, when I was 18, just for the record, okay? Just just to throw this out there. For the record, when I was 18, I actually called, called a uh, drug charge, trafficking, whatever. And I got out of it because I just turned 18. Judge had a little sympathy for me and said, I tell you what, I'll give you uh year in jail but we're gonna suspend it and give you one year community service if you complete x amount of hours we'll get it off your record and you'll be good instead i did not finish that time so i knew the court date was coming so i hurry up and roll in the military when i went in the military my mom and my attorney the court of paid lawyer whatever went to the uh, to court for me told the judge what i did they dropped the charges so i got out of that but when i went in i knew that i was going in specifically for one reason because they was giving out $20,000 enlistment bonuses. And I said, if I could get this $20,000, I'm going to invest it into this cleaning uh, company because I worked for this guy named Pops. He had a cleaning company and he told me that I didn't need a degree or anything. Just as long as you got the money, you can start the cleaning business. So that's what I did. I went in there. I didn't, I didn't know till you got in there. They don't give you the whole 20 up front. They give you half and half. So they give you one half when you go through basic training, give you another half three years later. I didn't make it to the three years to get the second half. But anyway, so uh, I ended up getting it out, getting out. And they, and they don't give you the whole half either. You get the half minus taxes. So I only got about 7,500 of the 10. But anyway, so I took that money, invested into my first company at 19 years old. I was a completely horrible cleaning company owner. I was missing cleans, calling out sick. You cannot call out sick in business, y'all. I'm just going to tell you that right now. That's employee stuff. I was calling out sick. I was sweeping crumbs under the rug. I was simply not mopping at all, just doing stupid stuff, lost almost every contract I had and eventually got out of that business. So that's failed business number one. Then I started a barbershop. Hiring all that. And I had a full house too. very, you know, promoted it well, staffed it. Well, I think I had like six employees, total two stylists and four barbers. Nobody paid their booth rent because I was too nice. Oh, I'm 19 years old. I think actually by the time the barbershop counts, probably about 20 then. But I got all of these people working for me that's in their 40s and 50s. I was too afraid to tell my elders what to do and, and put them in place. So since I couldn't do that, they got over on me. 
never pay their booth rent. I'm losing money. So now two businesses go out of business back to back. Cleaning company failed, barbershop failed. I decide, you know what? Maybe these people were right. Because I always heard naysayers along the way that said, oh, don't do businesses. Da, 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 da. You know, you got to have money to make money and all that type of stuff. And I was like, maybe these people were right. Then I started finding out about Illuminati, right? So I'm like, bang, you got to be the Illuminati to make money. And so I'm, you know, digging in all this negative stuff. And I just let it go for about a year, year and a half. And went in back into the job market. You know what? I'm going to get the job. Then I'm getting a job. And I'm also doing freelance cleaning, too, because it's like, well, I needed money, right? I got to hustle. So I'm still doing freelance cleaning. But over time, I'm working these dead-end jobs, dead-end jobs. And after a while, I'm like, you know what, AJ? Actually, what happened was I got this one good job, right? It's always a good job. So I got this one good government job at the shipyard. Became a machinist. And what is the good job paying me? When I first got it, it started at 12 something an hour, but it was like it was a schedule for when you get your raises. So I'm gonna get up to 16 after like six months, I'm gonna go to 18 after a year like a year, then 20, 22 an hour, you know what I mean? After a certain amount of time, right? And as I'm doing this job, three is a four-year program, it's an apprenticeship program. I'm three and a half years in, and I realized, you know what? It ain't no job for me. I don't care what they do. No matter, I don't care how much it pays. I'm never going to be satisfied until I get out here and start me a business and naturally run a company. I'm just an entrepreneur. It is what it is. So I start another company, barbershop, fail again, <laughs> fail again. This time I don't have all the barbers. I got one barber, can't find any other ones to save my life because it was a horrible location. So that one goes out of business. I'm not done yet. I start another cleaning company. This time, this time, it actually succeeds because I learned from the mistakes from the past one, as well as I learned from freelancing and working for other cleaning company owners. That was a big one that I had to learn from other people with experience, right? I'm successful. It was a cleaning franchise. I won the cleaning franchise owner of the year. You can see the wall behind me right here. And uh, and that's all in my first year. I wrote a book about how to become a cleaning franchise uh, success. All of this stuff, right? So I get all this success my first year. Like, if you don't quit, you can't lose because every single time, even when you because it's going to be roadblocks, but every single one of those is a lesson. I know it's a cliche phrase now. Loss is a lesson. But back then, that was like new shit to me. You know what I mean? So just like, dang, everybody failed before. Like when I started, that was another important thing, too. I started really immersing myself in self-help information. And I'm talking about all over YouTube, books, podcasts. Once I started discovering this new information and hearing about how, you know, the guy of KFC, Colonel Sanders, what he started like 68, you know what I mean? Or, or, or this guy, uh, I listened to a story about the guy that created the game Monopoly and how he failed every other business attempt. And then his wife came and picked him up. He told his wife, you go ahead and leave me now. I'm never going to be successful. She laughed at him, picked him up and told him, no, we're going to figure this out. And they made the game together. Right. I mean, it's so many different stories. Time and time again, uh, uh, Henry Ford said, I'm so grateful that people are by my product, even when it's not at its best. You know what I mean? Because he, and if you look at it, look at the Model A or the Model T, those very first Ford vehicles, and compare that to the Ford Explorer today. It's not even close. You know, it's not even close. And if you think about it, that's all you have to do is just do something. Just do something. And as you do it, you'll get better over time. You know what I mean? The market is always going to not make control everything out of that. But all you got to do is take action, put yourself in the game. And we, you hit, you said the word luck earlier. You can get lucky in business, but you can never get lucky if you ain't in business. 
You know what I mean? You can't get the lucky win today if you ain't doing the trade today, right? You can't get the lucky uh, shot to win the game if you don't shoot the thing. You know what I mean? You, you get, oh, I'm going to have court. I can't try this. Who going to make it from half court? Well, you could have. You might could have if you just throw it up there. You know what I mean? So you just never know. And that's what I just learned after a while. I was like, you know what, AJ, stop quitting. Because I always had these demons in the back of my head. I always had this, this negative attitude in the back of my head. This ain't going to work no way. Oh, they trying to get over on me. Oh, it's, I always had that negative thought in my head with all those previous businesses. But once I started this one, I decided to only focus on positivity, ignore the Illuminati stuff, ignore all of this negative talk. And only focus on positive thinking and growth and how I can learn and become better. And after a while, everything just started to pay off. I love it. I love it. And that's that's really what I bring to the industry of Forex. Like I bring that motivation because like I've had to I've had to motivate myself all my life. You know what I'm saying? You've had to motivate you've had to motivate yourself all your life. And one of the reasons that your clients gravitate to you is because. They say you speak to them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> they say you motivate them to want to do something, to want to start a business. And so that's really in every industry, like you said, you got to have self-help, right? Yeah. We all can't will ourselves to that point in the beginning. Now, eventually you build up enough in you to will yourself. Like you said, I tried just systemizing everything in my business and not doing nothing. And I felt depressed. Yep. You were able to will yourself back because you've already came from nothing. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. So you've built that up inside of you. So you've able to do that. But when somebody's first starting something, you got to get that from outside sources a lot of times in order to build that up within you. So 